Hi, welcome back. This is Camille with Hill with Camille podcast. And today we are talking about life and our unwanted conditions. Unwanted conditions are things we don't want anymore in our life. So what would that be or look like for you? Here's some examples of things that I've worked on with clients. I have a sweet lady that I've worked with for a few years, and she has an unwanted condition of financial concerns. And her financial concerns really started in childhood, frankly. And she just had a very traditional upbringing, and her family you know, kind of saw her as a little woman, and she wasn't supposed to do anything but marry a man and have a man take care of her, so she really didn't learn about money. And so, as I sat and talked to her, she really just did not believe that she could accomplish making money on her own. And she's always had a job, and having a job for her was just never fun because it wasn't something she wanted to do. She just saw herself as more self-expressive, and she wanted to earn her own money and be her own independent self. So, as I worked with her, I started talking about how to change an unwanted condition and how do we change unwanted conditions in our life. Yes, we can manifest. Yes, we can do positive thinking. But what you have to do if you really want to change something permanently is you have to understand yourself. And a lot of these unwanted conditions we resist and we fight and we don't like and we're, it's emotional and we're upset about. But these unwanted conditions have to be loved on, meaning you can't fight it. You can't resist it. The minute you resist something, you persist that something. So resistance causes persistence. So what we did was we talked about why is it a good idea for this unwanted condition to be in play? So, and it's like, well, that's oxymoronish. Why would that be a good idea? I don't want to be broke. I don't want to have to have a job my whole life. I want to be able to be independent, have my own business. But if I said to that person, I did, I said this to her, I said, are you using not having money for some reason? And there's a handful of ways to kind of deal in the field of the mind to get that mind to tell us really why we would need that unwanted condition because that unwanted condition truly is a solution to a problem. Look, we don't do things haphazardly. We do things because they make a difference or it helps us survive somehow, okay? So if I said, are you using not having your own business or not having your own money to punish others? No. Okay, that didn't hit anything. Are you using not having money to stop yourself? No. That didn't hit anything either for her. So when I said, are you using money to get yourself out of something? Well, that hit something because for her, having money meant working for somebody, being their, quote, slave. And she had to figure out that she didn't have to be a slave anymore, but that money was attached to her working for another person. So she never really had the paradigm that she could make money on her own. And so uh, this took a few hours, but she really got present to the possibility of her living a future independent, making her own money, and learning how to invest and do things on her own that she's always wanted to do. Um, she's just believed that she never could because she had to have a man to do it with her or for her. And now she knows she doesn't. But in your world, how do you stop these unwanted conditions? Well, you have to look at them and say, well, why was it a good idea that I had them to begin with? So if I look at my unwanted conditions in my life, um, I had to say, why is that something I needed? So if, let's just say I'm chubby. I have weight on me, right? So if I'm chubby, if I, I'm overweight, how is that a good idea? Why would I want to be? Okay. So 
in my history, I would say to you, I had a sister, and I love my sisters dearly, so I'm not bashing on my sisters, but I had a sister that always got hit on, and these guys would just they'd grab her butt when she'd walk by the, the lines of Lagoon, this you know theme park here in Utah, and I was just like grossed out and disgusted. I didn't want guys to objectify me like that. I didn't know how to talk about that when I was little, but it just really grossed me out, and so I just thought, well, I don't want to be sexy like that. I don't want guys to objectify me like that, and I also had a situation when I was five, and I was picked up by this, this guy and I was abducted for a day. I got out of it, but I was pretty light and I, I really didn't want to be light. I didn't want to be manhandled like that. So I feel like uh, having weight on me is a good idea because I don't have to get manhandled and I'm not going to be hit on as much. And it kind of screens people, frankly, if they're judgmental and self-righteous or all they care about is looks that they're not going to just want to hang out with me. <laughs> so there is, I think there's some good things about being overweight, frankly. Uh, but you have to look at your situation and say, why is it a good idea that I have this situation or this so-called unwanted condition in my life? And if you can't really make it right or you can't see that you are, are it's helping you survive somehow, and, and this is, by the way, something in your past. It's something in your past that it helped you survive, okay? It may be here in the present time and you want to get rid of it, but you needed it in the past. So having an unwanted condition could look like a relationship that you think you need. And, you know, it's interesting when I work with some people, they talk about maybe their mother or their father or someone that they feel like is controlling them or they're suppressive in a way. And I'll say, well, we can kind of work on that. Oh, no, no, it's okay. It's almost a sacred cow. Like they just... They are so used to it. They don't know that they're stuck in something. They don't know that they really have an unwanted condition in a relationship. Um, and it always gets to me like I'm, you know, when, when I want to come across the table at somebody, I'll tell you, it's when I'm sitting with a couple and maybe there's uh, one of them says to the other, oh, you know how you are, or, you know, you really can't lose that weight, or, you know, well, honey, you can't make money. You know, you, you got to watch your, you don't, you know, you have no math skills. When, when I hear those put downs, oh, I got to tell you, it just makes me want to come across the table. And I do address that. I say, whoa, 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 that sounds a little suppressive. That sounds a little, you know, what do you mean they can't learn? Yes, they can. They can do math. But it feels like they've got stereotypes for you. So the unwanted condition might be something that seems to be absent to your ability to see it. You might just think that's just how it is. I just have to put up with these people or these people, that's just how they are. And that's true. That's just how they are. And you don't have to put up with that. The unwanted condition might be that you are tolerant of people that make you doubt yourself or tolerant of people that want you to fail. And your life will be a roller coaster. Look, if, if you're putting up with that kind of situation, most people having these unwanted conditions, by the way, are dealing with suppression in some form or another, whether it's a boss who's abusing their power and you know, reminding them all the time how much they need that job and, and they can't go anywhere else because who's going to hire them kind of thing. It is the same kind of theme across the board. So people that have these unwanted conditions are roller coaster people. Roller coaster people to me are they're up and down. They're emotional. They're happy one day and then they're suicidal the next day. You know, they just go through a lot of mood swings because they're getting these negative vibes sent to them routinely and they're just so used to them they don't see it coming. So if if that's you, if that's something, you know, if you feel like you're roller coastering, you just can't seem to get some stability or you need that wine tonight or, you know, you got to have your shot of whiskey routinely, there's something you're numbing out to. There's something that you're trying to avoid if it's medicinal, right? I'm not saying you're not a social drinker, but if you have medicinal numbing going on, you know you need it, you want to look and see who or what in your life is wanting you to fail. 
Now, that's an unpleasant thought, unpleasant thing to think about. Who would want me to fail? That's terrible to think about, but not at all uncommon in this world. There are a lot of, uh, plenty of people that are jealous and negative, and, and, and they don't really tell you what they really think. They lie to you, and those people are people to avoid. But what if your family members are like that? What if you have a sibling like that or a parent like that? It creates a major flaw in the operating system of an individual, but it can be fixed. But you have to identify that this has happened to you and that you have unwanted conditions in your life because you're not in control over yourself. You don't have control over your, your life, okay? Um, you don't really realize that you're letting things happen to you and you're too tolerant, maybe. So if you look at the unwanted conditions, um, it's possible, and this is something that's interesting. I see this a lot, actually, with siblings. I have a client that has a sister who's got cerebral palsy, and she's the younger sister of this, of this, the, the, the older sister that's got cerebral palsy. But when she's born, she's a rock star, meaning she can sing, she can dance, she's very athletic, plays sports, um, she's very good at it. But she has this horribly guilty conscience. And her guilt is because she's very physical. She can do things her sister cannot. And truly, I, that would be a dilemma, right? You know, you don't want to outshine your big sister and make her feel bad. Yet she's got this super skill, super talent. She was actually, you know, going to hit the Olympics with her skiing abilities. She was so good. But she really was coming to see me because she could not handle the guilt she was feeling because she's such a star and she feels so bad for her poor sister. So this unwanted condition for her is guilt, okay? And she was doing things to, uh, to self-destruct and sabotage. She was late in her applications and uh, didn't have the money to pay her, her fees for her ski thing. She, all these things she was doing to kind of sabotage herself. And I'm saying, what are you doing this for? Are you trying to fail so that you feel smaller or less able than your sister. And her sister, by the way, is very smart, very capable, um, well-read, you know, super, super smart. And my client feels stupid. Okay, so it's interesting how, you know, we've got a smart one and then an athletic one. Yeah, she's dumb. It's just interesting, all these dynamics. But literally, my client was sabotaging her potential success because she felt guilty because big sister couldn't walk that well, right? So she's throwing the race of her life, and is that right? Is that what she should be doing with her life? No. So her unwanted condition was she couldn't let herself win. And so when I worked with her and I processed this issue with her, I asked her, are you using the roller coastering effect, like she's just sabotaging herself, are you using sabotaging yourself to avoid feeling guilty? Bingo. She would rather distract herself with sabotage and, you know, being... It's like no money, no space, no time. She's always running late. I think she hurt her knee, so she wasn't able to ski when they were doing the the, you know, the trials. But she's using all these little things that she's doing to avoid feeling guilty and avoid really winning. And so if you feel like you throw the race in your life, like you can't let yourself win, because if you win, someone else is going to suffer, someone else is going to be in pain, or they're going to feel worse about their situation, you want to rethink that. Like, I don't even know if the sister wants that, right? But you got to look at that guilt. Guilt to me is something you should feel if you do something to hurt somebody else, not if you are something, right? She can't help but being a great athlete. She's naturally gifted. And that does suck to have a sister who's not physical at all. And I'm sure there was tears about that. But in her life, in my client's life, I think it's critical for her. And we worked her through this, by the way. Um, but it was critical for her to realize that she deserved to win and she needed to win. And I actually had her um, pull away from her sister a little bit because she was very attached and emotionally entangled and all this codependency stuff. She didn't have boyfriends. She didn't want to date. It's like all the things that her sister couldn't have because of her, her life physical situation. Maybe she'll never have sex. Maybe she'll never have children. It's like my client was commiserating with her and playing along and holding herself back from these situations too when that really wasn't her life path. 
I felt bad for the big sister, but I felt bad for my client, you know, playing small, so her sister felt okay. Her sister needs to work on herself and get some counseling, stuff like that too, but this codependency stuff really wasn't serving either of them. So I'm happy to tell you that my client is now pretty athletic, doing well. I don't want to give away names, but she's a rock star literally in, her, in the world that she lives in now. So in our, all of our worlds, we have some sort of unwanted condition. And we have these conditions because it is a solution to a problem. And these solutions to problems usually occurred in a, a time ago. And so we really don't know why we're needing them now, but we did at some point. And it, until you stop and say, why was this a good idea at the time? You're never going to understand it. You're never going to see why you have this situation. And you're going to keep resisting it and keep not liking it and uh, keep fighting with it. But fighting with it is the first step to stop doing. Um, you have to really take an inventory of your, of your life and your life situations, your unwanted conditions, and say, I want to change this about myself. And when you look at that objectively and you see it for what it is, um, there's a way to solve that problem usually. And I'm a good strategist, and that's kind of what I do. And it's kind of one of my favorite things to do is kind of help people have a breakthrough and um, get rid of these unwanted conditions. So if you would like to sit down with me and have some processing about these unwanted conditions that you might have, you can find me on healwithcamille.com. That's H-E-A-L-W-I-T-H-K-I-M-I-L-E.com. And looking forward to meeting and chatting with you. Thank you. Have a good day.